When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Rikari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. That's right. We're already talking about next year. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you. So visit gcxevent.com slash tickets to book now. Welcome in to episode 15 of Coffee and Show. I'm Cameron Halbert, joined by my co-host, Queso Paguni. And as always, we will start with a rundown of Queso's life over the last week. What have you been up to, my man? Dude, as you know, man, we got the puppy back. Uh, It's been been fun. The house is full again. Um, We gave her away twice. You know, it wasn't ours originally. The puppy wasn't ours originally, but she's come back to our home twice now. So she's here to stay. And then sleeves, if you've been watching football today, my Steelers knock on wood are in the playoffs. That's wild. I can't believe that they actually snuck in. I can't believe it, man. I had a I had a good feeling about the Jags like winning just because you never know divisional football stuff can happen. But I was so worried watching the Steelers game. Like, I can't believe they're in the playoffs. I thought they were for sure out like after that tie to the Lions earlier in the year. Um, Yeah. Get to watch some playoff football. You know, Big Ben's last year. It's exciting. That is pretty sweet. I'm excited to see the Patriots back in the playoffs. You know, it's been awfully tough watching them uh, go through their rebuild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, their uh, their one year rebuild where they just didn't make the playoffs for one year. Yeah, Must it's be been nice. tough on us Patriot fans. Yeah, dude, you have to be a little worried though. Like. Uh, the- Team hasn't been looking too good like the last five weeks. It's you not, know? dude. I'm not gonna lie. Like they went on a magical run, I believe, of like seven straight games where they were dominating, and I still did not feel that it was like th- they were like back to their normal selves. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Their first round match will be interesting. We'll see uh, how they do. It's definitely not, dude. Brady broke his passing yard record at 44 years old. Like that's just simply incredible. Yeah, fifty three hundred yards this year or something passing. Like, it makes I, no sense. I get sense. it's eighteen games, but like, or yeah, I guess 17, it's eighteen, 17, 17 games, games, eighteen, 18 weeks. Games, yeah. I like, but still, like, he's forty four. Like, could I, you imagine if like Crosby was out there putting up like one hundred and fifty points in eight years? Like, it wouldn't I, make sense, right? Like at forty four. No, it's just it's just absurd. But yeah. um, all right, so let's get into hockey ultimate team, our, our forte on this show. And uh, we got a new event. So Team of the Year has come and gone. Did you end up making a new Team of the Year, guys, by the way? 
I uh, I made three of them. I made Headman, Fox, and uh, Rantanet, and then I bought McDavid because we were talking last week. You said the McDavid's the best card in the game. Bought McDavid with coins. Sold a lot How of my players. How much was that, brother? One point six million. That's really. I thought. Well, okay. Yeah, That's about so, right. I thought it'd yeah. be two, but yeah. Yeah. So my thinking is, if I decide to sell him in a month, I think yeah. his price will go up. So it's, I, maybe I it's a do rental. As well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do as well. I got, uh, yeah, I got the exact same actually. Uh, Fox, Fox, Hedman, Rantanen, and uh, McDavid. Kind of regretting Fox. Not Me gonna too. lie, hundred um, percent. He did not. He does not feel like Makar last year. Um, it just, it just does not. Uh, I think. I don't know if it. He needed like truculence or smaller defensemen need something to or bouncer. I think uh, there's one where it's like where they they bump off the puck really well. I think it's uh it might be truculence it might be truculence truculence is like the hitting one bouncer is the one with like the stick tie-ups and stuff in front yeah okay so it was something else then uh yeah like i just think he needs something um his speed is unbelievable but yeah. i just don't think the game it, like there's very many instances where you go end to end with the defenseman like if you're able to do that you're probably not playing someone like among like the top tier uh mm-hmm. and not to mention uh we got to talk about this event because we got a brand new event style icons 2.0 card art is phenomenal and we got our four master sets for week one we got uh uh from the coyotes we got price um we got tyler sagan and then for the third straight year uh my sharks got eric carlson which um i was streaming the release of the event and i voiced my immense displeasure um i cannot believe like, I feel like every or every event, there's been um, some heavy criticism on the card choices, mm-hmm. the masters, you know, and there's really no debating like Carlson has some pretty cool style. Like, so I understand this one. Like, yeah, it, it makes sure. sense. But last year, like the, as a shark fan, the last three hockey ultimate team games, we've really only gotten Burns or Carlson. And I know a lot of people will be like, yo, we got Goudreau last year. He wasn't a shark. So, like, while they gave him a shark NHL moment, and I love, like, you know, but A, it wasn't like he was a household name. And while I do like Barkley Goodrow, he really had one big moment for the Sharks. Um, And we've only got Carlson. And if you're a Sharks fan, you're not a huge fan of Eric Carlson. It's not like we got the Ottawa Senator version. Like he's, Yeah, just because since he's joined the team, it's not like the team's had success, right? Exactly. So, like He has yeah. not been very good at all, and he is going to hamstring that franchise for a long time. I will say this. He's much better this year than he has been probably ever as a Shark. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just... Man, I think it's kind of inexcusable at this point. Like, it, like there's been no Couture, no Hurdle, no Meyer. I really don't understand that. And uh, it just sucks because I know I'm not going to get a Shark Master Set player for the rest of the year. Maybe one other one that's like a headshot, uh, you know, in the summer or whatever. But the Sharks just don't get a lot because they're not a frontline team. Yeah. So they're probably not going to get double uh, master set players. So really disappointed in that one. But let's talk about the four that were released, and then we'll get into some other stuff in a little bit. But among the four, did you check them all out? What ones were your favorite? What ones are you avoiding? I am avoiding all of them with the exception. So I'm still waiting to see the ones that come out right. But I think that carry price, because you're able to get a free one once you play for a week, meet the certain objectives. I, I'm thinking that carry price might be the best one. Uh, and that's just because what we've been talking about the last couple of weeks, gold post to post. And then he has silver light work, which is kind of crazy that, in my opinion, that's the second best goalie X factor, mm. that they would give him that as well. It almost doesn't seem fair. It is uh, It is pretty uh, pretty nuts combo. Um, 
I will say this, uh, good on them for coming back after Team of the Year. It's always tough to follow up one of the best events with a banger event where they they, they redid the everyone gets a free master icon. Uh, I think that's a great job. And they did finally nail the format of you get an 86 out of the set, but then you pack the big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like they're separate cards like they were at the hockey, uh, the Hut Roots event uh, yeah. or Hockey Roots event. So they finally flushed out that system. Um, what we were saying is that you should be able to pull the the highest one, and then if you want to make the, you know, if you're free to play, something like that. I really do enjoy that. I think that that's the perfect format for events. Um, I still think that with X-Factors, um, they should just always be able to be upgraded. If yeah. the tier system is going to be in place, I think they should match up with whatever the highest card is out there. It just makes more sense, especially because they are expensive. But um, nonetheless, I will disagree that I think the only the only one that's viable is Carey Price. While he does look amazing, I'm always very tentative to spend three or four hundred k on a goaltender or recommend it because it, I've just been burned by so many times when I go. Oh, I mean, Koskinen sure, looks yeah. amazing, and not that Koskinen's yeah. bad, but he is nowhere near what he should be. Yeah. So it's just very, it's always hit or miss. I will say this, that the X-Factor carry price has been incredible still. Um, my favorite goaltender I've used this year. And um, it, just looking on paper, that, that that 94 carry price does look to be the best one. It kind of makes me think that the, I haven't checked. I don't know if you have a console on. I'd love to see if carry price's X-Factor eventually gets light work. I don't know if it does. I haven't pulled up. I'll be the color commentator or whatever. Perfect. So anyone while you talk for a second (laughs) for anyone that doesn't know, guys, you can go and look at the offline rosters, the default ones and go and take a look at each player's individual X factors and they match up to what ends up being unlocked in hut. So players like Jake Gensel, for example, the reason why his X factor is so just kind of forgotten about isn't be well a he's not all that spectacular but his his he doesn't get any good x factors own yeah. abilities or superstar abilities for example um but uh yeah so some do down the line um, Price I don't think does did. not get light work by the way okay that's interesting that's good to know because yeah. um i've thought about upgrading him to 94 um but uh, yeah it's interesting so i'll say this i think that center has been the weakest position it's ever been in hockey ultimate team in the sense that there's no like god tier centerman and there haven't been any release with like no quick draw either which i've been surprised i thought that would be yeah. one where they try to like like i wouldn't mind seeing like a bigger center release maybe not the fastest but like uh like a jason arnott or something right with gold quick draw like an event card or something like that um just the reason they use that ability right now we only have like ryan o'reilly and i think new and dyke that has it as an icon there aren't too many um, you are, so I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think yeah. of the quick draw. So unless you have, uh, like your point, like centers being kind of weak, unless you did like the team builder set and you have like the Zetterberg, um, there aren't a lot of good centers right now in even hockey. Even Zetterberg like, shouldn't be as good as he is. I think there's something just different about that card. I don't know what yeah. it is, but he's not like it's not like he's the best build for center. His stats and attributes are, and the way that he plays is very good, and his mm-hmm. shot seems to be automatic. But... Um, he's only six foot like you want big centerman and there just hasn't been like that one where it's like wow okay and tyler sagan's card looks to be right now in my opinion on paper um the best center in the game right now uh, yeah. he's six one i believe 
so just an inch bigger but um the re- he's got great speed he's faster than zetterberg he's shot everything defensively he's all good um the only thing i think he has 91 face-offs with thief as opposed to 99 but that's mm-hmm. kind of negligible just so he looks to be the best center so i think that he will always have a place the thing i will say is that um no matter what I- i'm i'm big on getting centermen that at some point um are fast enough to play the wing Okay. Because then at least it gives you some lineup flexibility as you go down. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, guys that are pure wingers, they're really stuck there. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other side, we can talk about Chikrin. I think Chikrin is the second best one. Um, but the problem is, is that, it, again, we're talking like the Hut Rich guys or the guys with God squads. He's not going to replace, Cle- he's not going to start above Clefbaum. He's not going to start above Hedman. He's not going to start above Gonchar. So if you have two of those, that's your third pairing. Like, I think he is the replacement for Byram. If a lot of people are still, I'm still using Byram. Yeah, um, I am too. And I actually have been considering getting rid of him um, for some other reasons, but like uh, he could be a replacement there. I think that would be, Chikrin would be the replacement there. And then the problem with Carlson, I think his build is fine. The the issue is that if you've got Fox team of the year, you don't want to have two, like I would not want to, again, I'm talking about like playing competitively. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we're we're min-maxing here and and my whole channel is built on like just like trying to help players do better. So you wouldn't want to have multiple smaller options on one side. Um, So like if you have team of the year Fox, I wouldn't really want to go and get Carlson too, because here's the example that I'm in. So if you have Shea Weber, for example, he's not going to start above Shea Weber. Shea Weber's just a very, very good defensive card in this game. He's not going to start above Team of the Year Fox because Fox's just stats just seem to be a bit better. Um, I guess he could technically. Yeah, I mean um, he's an inch taller, so I mean it's the problem the, with the cost though. Yeah. It's like it's like draft capital, like in real sports, like you can't, you know what I mean? Like I mean, contract I mean, the keeps. The thing it is, in. do you really want to put those kind of coins or collectibles or whatever you're using to build the Carlson or even buy the Carlson if he's yeah. going to be on the second or third pair and it's just that's what I'm saying on exactly point, right. Yeah. And then the my so my issue is that. I'm not going to get another Shark Master item, so the player I'm going to have to replace is the X-Factor Dougie Hamilton. And, and there's I, no replacing I, I, yeah. like, I'm going to do it, but I really don't want to do it. Like, I'm just, I, I preach that you should always use the players that like are among your favorite. And I guess technically Eric Carlson is not among my favorite, but he's like the only Shark I'm going to get. So, um, yeah, now... Let's discuss the other master set items in this event because yeah. for the 15th time in this game, they leaked their own event stuff. And uh, what else is new, right? Like, yeah, if, if for anyone that was not event. paying attention, um, <laughs> they, 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 everything looks okay. They released the event, but then when you go into collections and look at the event collection, for the moment for the first hour of the event matthew barzell's face was the thumbnail and he was not among the ones released yeah so uh whoops so matthew barzell 100 confirmed for the next event and taking a look at his x factor and his highest rated card he is probably going to be the one that you'd want to make if you are going to make one um because he looks like the the thing is, is that I think his X factor is probably better than like, I think if you have his 89 X factor, mm-hmm. making his X factor go from 89 to 94 is going to be a better because at some point, I think I've been looking into this. Eventually they unlock like I think it's 15 synergies. Yeah, every player. So at some point he's going to get a skating synergy. 
and that's then he's what, maxed. Yeah, that's what people were saying because they were able to figure out like what what gets unlocked based on the current synergies that they have, right? Yeah. So, and I also think another reason for his X factor is I I, I played against a lot of people that had him earlier on, and like the gold elite edges on yeah. that Barzell card was kind of ridiculous. I'm big on elite edges now, and I got rid of Barzell because he just he he didn't do well at the beginning of the season, and he just I my team just got so much better like i couldn't i couldn't keep i didn't yeah. I, I you know and uh i got rid of him because i packed him tradable so um i'm probably going to buy his x factor card or maybe just get the 94 i don't know we'll to see what it comes with but he's gonna have like 97 speed um which is wild and if he comes with thief which he, i think he would have to because he's gonna have multiple synergies um you could play him at center too like i think his face off rating will get up high enough like 85 86 range um which i think is still okay um so that'll be interesting i think he's probably gonna be the one that would be the best um there is some other like so they released um objectives that you've got to complete i'm glad you're bringing this up <laughs> yeah and reddit uh again appreciate the the boys on reddit for letting us post here and not uh not flaming us for uh, for posting uh, the the podcast on on reddit um there was a thread that kind of someone went into deep dive on what the objectives were worth and it looks like um zedano char is one of the guesses i and saw that one yeah again so i've talked about this a couple times in the podcast with nick or shadow moving on from from the content side and the two guys the new guys coming onto the team they're very very in tune with the game and meta um which is why we have such even cards throughout like every event has been very very even like they almost seem like scared to make a card too good mm-hmm. um it, it's been very rare and uh if zidane char is in fact an option i'm willing to bet that his speed does not touch 88 so uh whenever people would mention that that it could be chara um i think going off what his base attributes are um his speed should be around like 86 right like whenever he gets upgraded to a 94 overall yeah which is fine like he's yep. six foot nine you don't need that so i would wonder if they gave him like a speed or excel synergy we- um do you, okay, so remember the beginning of the year remember the beginning of the year when like headman's x factor came out and that 88 came out yeah and there was like this time before his team of the year where it was like he just seemed too slow i agree with that yeah i agree yeah with that. like do you think that zadeo char even though he was like the goat among hockey ultimate team for years do you think that like if he came out and he was 86 let's say he's 88 okay 88 speed i'm making him immediately i'm selling uh my fantasy yeah. mccann that i've been holding on to and i'm replacing whoever i have on on my right side with the left it's true i shot. guess like yeah i, 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 I would I, also yeah. depend on abilities too right like could I would you be, imagine they'd be given thunderclap or something that's like less they would have to if he came out and he had like shut down uh it would be oh, game over no right? shot bro like i think that they made a mistake with team of the year headman on that like so, i don't think they realized what that was that team of the year headman they made i, I want to talk about it later in the podcast after playing with him for a week it's the most broken card that i it's think it's man been in the game it is um, uh it is wild yeah yeah so I, I think if there was like an 88 excel like chara 100 percent make him i think i would have to make him too that he's so like he's just it's so ridiculous like or if he had truculence if if he had truculence <laughs> i don't even know if that'd be viable because he'd probably get a penalty every single time he probably he had would, right yeah it would probably be a penalty like every single hit um there were a couple other guesses i think monahan sean monahan was uh, one flurry was one of them too for the 51 wins i think it was the one of the years with vegas yeah. uh he had like regular season and playoff wins combined he had 51 wins something like that yeah now yeah. the the uh the monahan one would be kind of interesting to me because they, they don't usually double up team masters and they've already had rasmus anderson 
Do and they? So I, I, the only counter I have to that, and it's a, uh, oh, do you mean in the current? So game. the only counter I have to that, right, is I think the Penguins have had three so far, right? They've had uh, they have Crosby, uh, Malkin, and then they had a Yager, which I think technically counts as a Penguins one. Yeah, he was from a Penguins first. Game. But then again, they're also one of the more popular franchises whenever it comes to, like, this kind of thing. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. And I, I have to I have to be honest, like, again, the new content team, it makes it a little bit difficult. I know just, like, I, from, like, the years of, like, being a game changer and talking to Nick, I know that he didn't like to he, – he, I know that they have to make it balanced. I know they have, like, a sheet, yeah. and they go through it, and they're like, hey, this team, which is – you know, so I, I'm not really sure. But I guess it's possible. Monaghan's such a weird one, though. Like It really <laughs> is because it's, like – I haven't followed much hockey in the past couple of years. It seems like he's taken kind of a decline from where his potential was. I could be speaking out of turn. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just not like a good choice. Um, one of the other ones, because the Chara one was tied to the hits. I think it was like 223 hits. Um, the other theory was like a Vetchkin because he, ha- he had a hit total that matched that. But he's already had an MSP, right? Has a Vetchkin had an? I don't know. I'm asking. I don't I think don't. so, man. No, he hasn't so, had an MSP. So if he hasn't had one, he had a style icon last year. If he um, gets if he gets one, uh, it can't be it can't be him actually. I mean, okay. I guess there's eight technically because Barzell actually Barzell's listed as a center, so like yeah, there hasn't and, been a right way have right handed winger then. So yeah, I guess like yeah, the hits one was a little it was weird because like whenever I thought Chikrin had oh no the lower total I think Chikrin was yeah. at like yeah okay 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 and then there were like uh, combative uh, hits totals for the Chara one like one mm-hmm. site had him at like a different number than the other one so it'll be interesting yeah to i see. don't think those ones are confirmed like those ones were just yeah. speculation guys but yeah. barzal is 100 percent going to be confirmed so um you know we'll, we'll find out and you you can't really make the your, your free master until that anyways because you yeah have to wait the and they days, timed so. it out kind of well right with that yeah. so that was good exactly um, there was but, one more important thing from the event sleeves that we have to talk about Lay and on. uh we were just talking before the podcast guys before we started recording and sleeves didn't realize this this is something that i knew that the face of hut didn't know so i, I got not the face of Hutt was not paying attention so uh some of the style or some of the event cards that got released there was a 90 ronick and there was a 90 uh borier salming yep um their power up icons actually increased to match their highest in form so Jeremy Roenick, I think, was an 84 overall. Um, his power-up icon, whenever the game came out, he should only be like an 87 or 88. You can now upgrade him to a 90 to match his new event card that came out. So I'm interested to see. And oh, by the way, they didn't really tell anybody this. I thought that was the funny part of it. Dude, classic EA, man. Like, not even, like, <laughs> I get maybe not tweeting about it, yeah. okay? And I even maybe get not making a banner, but like, dude, they don't even tell the game changers. Like, I, I had no. no idea, man. And yeah. I live on this game. It is my job, basically. So I, well, it is my job. So it is your job. I was stuck because I don't. I have not paid attention, guys, to the icons for a reason. The the format this year is very lazy, and there's only like four that were viable or worth it. Um, so a couple things here with, I think this is accurate. I think this is good. I think this is what they should have done at the beginning of the year. Uh, here's the issue. We have zero predictability of when these will be upgraded or released. So there is, uh, it is complete guesswork. Like if mm-hmm. you went out and bought, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, uh, Cornway would be a great one. So Cornway has like insane speed and I'm pretty sure he has like no agility. Like he can't turn or maybe that's Gartner. <laughs> i think it's one of i can't remember but like so if you had one of those and like with the thought like oh he's gonna get an upgrade at some point there's no way to tell like last year when they did the silver and gold at least you knew like it was gonna be even ish Mm -hmm. and you could it was predictive 
this way is really unfortunate in the sense that they are just gonna all right today we feel like upgrading howard chuck or saint yeah. louis and it, it's like ugh. so i mean um with that being said i still don't know what that really changes um, i don't think it changes anything because um, the cost is still it's still quite a bit yeah. like you know um lemieux and gretzky that what would change is if they made an icon set yeah that would if change they made a set like to actually make icons which i thought was going to come like i thought was being added to the game and so it just hasn't. one thing we all know too is like now that ronick's a 90 whenever the whenever the overall increases next month will we go to a 91 or will he still be at what he was supposed to be like brother i'd love to tell you but it's not like they told us anything so yeah and i also like you said i don't think it changes anything right because i think to get ronick up to that you probably have to spend a lot of coins or a lot of power-up collectibles or you could just go get his 90 that's probably cheap yeah it's not going to be all that expensive especially yeah. with sets and whatnot 90s are nat 90s are now going are the cheapest value in the game because 88 mm -hmm. well 89 is probably but whatever is right above the highest minimum set thing so like 80 they finally put 88s in the game um an 88 plus set so like oh, 89s are going to be they, cheap they did that this past set yeah they put 88 for event. six okay. collectibles as opposed to five for the 87 that's good yeah like that was nice that we finally did that um so it increased the cost uh i'm probably like i said i'm probably just gonna make uh but just to kind of end this event um oh we did get a matthews dude matthews is just he's having such a great year it's reminding me of like dry like he's just not yeah he's not getting, getting anything and it's so weird and his card right? so what i was talking about at the beginning of this episode that there isn't like elite centers that are like wow gotta have and it's because they're again the people in power understand that like you can't have a big centerman that's fast so they're like Drysaddle and, and Matthews are really slow in the sense of again I'm I'm comparing this to the other cards that are available. So mm -hmm. like wingers like are very quick now. Yeah, we're getting up there, yeah. you know. Yeah. We're getting up there, but um, like Matthews and Drysaddle are very slow in comparison. Like ninety one is the fastest you can get them up to. Um, well, it's still fine. And center is not a position where you need speed. I think it's the one where you can get away with it. It's just like, again, there's not, there isn't any center that is like, wow, this is incredible. Like Zetterberg is, in my opinion, now Sagan. Um, but a lot of people will probably play Sagan on the wing. I still think you they can, probably um, and, and the cool thing about now that Matthew's got like another upgrade, um, his X Factor, uh, most people have that X Factor, right? We were talking about not a lot of good centers. Um, he has Thief and he can get heart and soul on two separate synergy slots. Mm -hmm. i believe so i don't know what his face-offs go up to i think it's at least like 90 91 92 maybe so he's one of the best centers if you use those two slots no on, like, skating thief. sin on that one right <sighs> i don't his know his x factor has distributor his first one is all speed okay it's then, like then all you have skating. speed then you have speed yeah uh, thief and then you can have like heart and soul right aren't there three slots not until he gets to tier 12 here's okay, another 12. issue is that because they gave him an event card and not a primetime or team of the week is i think he has to get his next team of the week in primetime before he gets his next upgrade jesus it's it's very annoying like we, I, we upgraded I, him all the way to 91 literally like the second day the, the game came first, out and yeah I, exactly yeah. no no upgrades since it's just it's just annoying like that one him and dry settle but dry settle made sense and like it was predictive you could tell mm -hmm. that like when they announced the ihf thing it's like okay they're holding off and finding ways to just completely ignore the fact that dry is putting up five point games and whatnot it's like clearly he's getting an x factor or a, a uh um a, a master set do you think that those odd choices for master set players is because of the x factors 
Because X-Factors are essentially master set players. They kind of started doing that last year, though. Like, there were some weird choices for MSPs, right? Like, you had the moments one with Goodrow, but there are a lot of weird choices. This year, it's even more off the wall. Um, like, that Brandstrom one sticks out to me. That one is the, that one is the one that's just... Yeah. Uh, no, even, like, Rasmus Anderson. Like, yeah, that one's know, strange, like, right? Um, so... Maybe that is their way to combat that, right? Because like the people that do have X factors, there are they are going to get the informs regularly. Um, so I'd imagine that's a good guess. I don't know. I'm just I haven't been a big fan of some of these choices. I really, yeah, I really don't like it. Uh, a lot of like a lot of the decisions. And again, as a Sharks fan, this was I couldn't believe it. I was so certain they would not be Carlson. Well, would you rather have had that or another Burns? Because I feel like we've had like five Burns. Burns is MSPs. not a good hunt card. You don't like, think so? You don't think if he had a 94 overall card right now, he his wouldn't. skating is always brutal, and I've never and his wrist shot is better than his slap shot okay. by like enough margin. Well, so it's just always, a very weird build. It's a very weird build. They've always tinkered with those releases that they've had where Burns is a forward. I forget. I think one yeah, of those came out this year. They do that every year. year. Yeah, they do. I that know every they year. should have done an MSP at some point for that instead of just having like the lower rated ones. Yeah, or even I like agree. an out of position. Like like Madden has the out of position. Uh, I don't know if you can hear Bella. She's like chewing on a hat. I apologize. No, that's all right. Um, at least it's keeping her busy. Yeah, Madden <laughs> has the uh, event which actually looks completely broken where they'll release like players playing out of position. Right, so you have like a Derrick Henry quarterback which i've seen videos of and it's like a circus and it makes no sense because he's like a like 99 running at quarterback um i think it could work a little bit better in hockey just because it's there's not that much of a difference you know between a i think it would go over really poorly because hockey is such a traditional sport like it's very like set in its ways like they people don't like messing with tradition yeah, you know? yeah. Like, it does I seem see, a little I bit too. It seems like too arcadey. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking sense, about that. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah. So again, communication from from EA and, and specifically hockey ultimate team is just absolutely abysmal. So, like I said, I had no idea about the power icon thing. I, I'd be curious to see how many people actually learned about it listening to this. Uh, I'm gonna go make a video tomorrow, I guess, about it because yeah, I legit welcome. had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Thank you. By the way. Yeah. There, um, there you go. I, I and, solved a day uh, of work for you exactly i mean dude, let's go uh and then let's go into our next issue and that's uh something that is um just we've just kind of accepted um and that's like the sinking issues that are still happening yeah so uh, somebody brought that up to me uh whenever i was streaming this week it's like hey how come you and sleeves haven't talked about the looping and the sinking issues and i think it's almost stockholm syndrome with us where it's like we're so used to the issues this year it's like i completely forgot that that's been going on for the because past. yeah because the the uh desyncing where you like kicked out of the game or for in a freeze off yeah it was like they released like a band-aid to like and this was like the fix for it it was like okay you'll just none of you will get a loss they'll just kick you out of the game but yeah dude it's uh it, it's been bad have you been getting yeah. it a lot um so i haven't been getting it that much recently um and i think that's because I don't think people know what causes it, right? So I think it's some of the lower divisions you might experience. I think what I think what causes it is adjusting your player synergies in the edit lines menu prior to going into a game. Not in the managed team in the main tab of HUT, but if whenever you're loading into a Rivals game or a HUT Champs game, um, if you adjust player sins, it'll cause a loop almost every time, I think. Um, so yeah like that that's uh that's what it appears to be i've seen i've like so guys what 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 he means by that is like if you uh if you look like let's say you do an upgrade 
as well like this would be another instance where i where it appears to be we have no concrete evidence of this but it's just what like community is on twitch and you know kind of the guys that have played this game way too much where like where it seems to be happening so if you upgrade a card let, let's say you upgraded um uh, ovechkin or something where you unlock that like third synergy slot mm-hmm. when you unlock that third synergy slot it doesn't automatically select the synergy it like the box ungrays but you haven't clicked it in even if you <laughs> even hey, gonna, if you have i'm gonna it. mute myself while you talk about this i'm gonna right, so good, yes. okay so yeah if you haven't if you haven't actually selected it then um it'll actually grant you actually have to go in and change the synergy or click like let's say you know let's say a booming shot it unlocks on ovechkin and even if you have booming shot unlocked on your team it won't automatically activate it on the card and that's what appears to be doing that same with a zone of, or uh, i think if you like mess around with your abilities too in that same thing like pre-game mm. um cj was saying that like that might cause it too so just be on the, just be aware of that um and, and see if that's causing it because yeah i'm getting it every stream like at least once so yeah it's um it's unfortunate i don't think we'll get a fix for it i don't think um you know the game was marketed to have the augmented reality stuff like the graphics and thing we're not going to get that i don't think they don't know how to fix it after that first patch it appears and uh yeah so it just sucks <laughs> i i don't even i'm like at a loss for words with some of this stuff because it's like yeah we had a feature that they put into the game with that augmented reality like and it actually looked cool um it did, i don't, it did. I don't not, really care like, about like presentation that much but it looked cool it added something yeah. to the game and it's just like that was that took time development time they worked on that leading into this game's release they can't even use that now they have to spend more time looking for these issues that's causing it and it's like you know what what other things did we not get because of this and then we also have a somewhat broken game now I, it's uh it's unfortunate now i know uh you went on a kind of a tirade about it so i guess we can spend some time just discussing uh, it about uh you know take away the issues that are that are in hockey ultimate team that we just seem to just accept now it, it, like the lack of stuff is just um let me ask you this man uh, say you didn't make content like say because i know i know you now i've talked to you enough we're close enough friends that i know that you making content is because you actually enjoy the actual content part of it like i know that like you you like making the youtube videos you've done a really good job in streaming it's like it like uh scratches an itch i guess Mm -hmm. but if there was no gwc how much do you think that that would impact hut if there was no gwc how much would it impact hut i I think you would see a lot of those play like whoever makes up the top 100 weekly in in hut champs a lot of those guys probably wouldn't play, right? You'd have Gren, Regs, uh, whoever else, me. Uh, like, we, I wouldn't play the mode. I would stick to online versus. I would play a few times a week. I would maybe play money games. Um, the thing, I don't think it would impact HUT too much because I don't think the devs really care too much about that competitive side. It doesn't, they're not affiliated with the NHL in the sense that they're running the tournament. So, um I don't think I think because of all of that, there's no incentive for EA to support the competitive community in the way I'm going to say we want to be supported. Right. So I'm not sure how much that would impact HUT. Um, I know for me, I wouldn't be doing YouTube and Twitch and whatever else. I think that if so, like, uh, let's uh, let's not just say the top 128 that qualify. There's like 500 to 1000 hopefuls. Yeah. You wouldn't have the level of engagement from those thousand people. 
if and that's a lot of not, money too. That's 4K a year from Nippin' Biscuits at least, right? So <laughs> easily, easily, right? Like, you know, it's just um, like even just as a content creator myself, thinking back to like I've been. This is now I'm entering my fifth year. So January for actually no, that I'm entering my sixth year. I guess wow. Um, I started in January 1st of 2017. And I'm trying to think of my first couple of years. Hut was like what I played, but I didn't like cover it mm-hmm. as much as I do now. And a lot of it's with the end result of people working towards GWC. And it's like if they didn't have that, and I think EA is lucky in the sense that if they didn't have that, there's a lot of and the, I'm not saying like obviously the majority of the player base, like probably 90 percent doesn't care about the GWC. Um but the loudest people and where you get your hype online and whatnot are people that compete in the GWC or care about it. Yeah. So um, just unfortunate, like I'm next year, I'll say this. So I tweeted out at the start of NHL 22 that I think, honest to God, wasn't a troll tweet, even though people try to make it a copy pasta, which is whatever they it's going to fail, uh, is that I think NHL 23 will be the best NHL we've ever gotten. And yeah. the reason why is that I'm I would be blown away if there is not cross console, but it isn't cross console that will fix NHL cross console allows them to implement what needs to be fixed in NHL. And that is a lack of stuff to do. So the reason why they can't have multiple modes is you can't separate an already extremely small player base. If you are cross console, your player base issues aren't really a thing anymore. Like, even in, like, February or March, there will still be enough players on Xbox and PlayStation where you could have a draft champs mode, you could have a comp season mode, you know, or online seasons or whatever you want to call it, as on top of rivals, rush, and squad, well, squad battles and everything, and, and champs. Like, you could have that. Um, whereas right now, you simply cannot. Like, you would just won't yeah. find it. Like, if you went to one's eliminator right now... <laughs> Like, can you find like I I would I don't, I don't know. know I've never I haven't touched that it's in a long time yeah like I just uh, it, it's just what it's you, like, know, you it's, know so so you mentioned that mode right yeah I, I I think back to that mode I think back to rush there's a lot of things we've been asking for me specifically I've been asking for a competitive mode I can play an ultimate team that's on an even playing field I'm somebody that spends money I do well my team's really good right. But regardless, there's still that like competitive integrity. I don't feel good, Matt, like with my 99 overall team beating somebody with a 90. I want that draft champs like battle royale or like salary cap competitive mode and ultimate team. But instead, nobody asked for hot rush. Nobody asked for one's eliminator. They spent this development time. They've hyped this up. These modes are going to come. They're going to go. They're going to die out. And in all that time, the last few years, they could have been building up like a good structure and a good environment for their competitive community or even just general players to play the game. Here's my like devil's advocate for. Sure, give it to me. The is that, dude, you just described versus. So, right. But versus GWC isn't run through versus. And not only that, um, I think. So it's all GWC based. It's not even all GWC based. I think with MLB and you look at the Battle Royale mode they have in there, why would you play that if you could just play? uh, There's versus in MLB, isn't there? It's more about like a team building and strategy atmosphere of it too, which I think is cool. I'm, I'm saying that like so you're looking for a competitive thing that that is balanced wouldn't draft champs be balanced like draft champs oh is balanced. yeah that would have been great it was just designed poorly and they put two percent effort into it and then they dropped the mode out of the game if that was if draft champs was a copy of madden's draft champions it would have been a great mode 
it wasn't. Yeah. And then they just they removed it from the game. And then now they now they're at the point where they can't bring that mode back like two years later, three years later, because it just wouldn't look good on their their side. Right. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I I would be bl- I said this before we started. I would be blown away if we do not have another mode in hockey ultimate team. Like if there is not if it is the same cycle once again, I like let's say they add leaderboards and rivals which is something that we've all been asking for for a long time because at least that gives every game a little bit more meaning um and another and let's say they add in guaranteed cards so like every you know every week of rivals or every two weeks you can earn a guaranteed card that's exclusive Mm -hmm. to it or something like that even if they did that if they do not add in a mode that is different in hockey ultimate team to do every week like it it is very very sad it, you know i would be i would just be like man like i just don't want them to add in something that it's not going to be uh as good as it can be like the like the draft champs was right if they don't add in anything and they fix rivals completely because let's be honest rivals in its current state is like a two out it's of ten dry, no, like, it, it's, it's not good and it, it's not good and that's the core mode in in ultimate team right so like they have they have things they need to add but what they have in the game needs fixed anyway it's kind of in a tough state i'm so like sad about it because i have no faith we are we are like that's what it's funny because like you see all the guys that like used to be game changers i'll use like bacon country as an example and they're just so cynical about the game ever being fixed and yeah I've met like the developers and it's not like they're like incompetent or like it's they're not, not their trying. fault sleeves. It it's is not. literally not like it is it, it is so difficult in the gaming industry to develop a game year over year. Like that is difficult. And when you're having to run a live game that it's currently running cuz it's not like they released one they released this game and then they all just go to the next one. They have to like still address issues in this one so that they can't spend that time on the next one like it is a vicious cycle yeah um but my goodness every decision they're made they make right is just based on the dollar value that they'll gain so it doesn't even matter it's it's a business it has to get approved by you know mr whoever that has that corner office that's just why gm connected isn't added in like is you know while everyone would love gm connected and it would be awesome if it's added in and i agree uh, the grim reality is that after <laughs> the amount of people that complained about it, no one would play it after the first month of the, of the, of the game. Like Nobody as a content would. creator, it'd be incredible. And as we, a competitor, we would like, have, I, and I'm putting my name in here. We'd have yep. a content creator league, of course. Oh, and yeah, we'd have uh, running esports events would be amazing. Yeah. Like you could do seasons. All of that would be great. But people simply don't have a thirty buddies that they can do. And let's say you have like even ten you got to remember that like you're not a kid anymore back in nhl 14 everyone that missed yeah. it from nhl 14 i remember playing it in, like nhl 12 and 13 and we had like 10 of us that were super committed and we were playing like all of our games every week and it was like a job like i mean if anyone that plays lg or knows what lg is then that's like a job in itself like that's essentially what it is like you're playing multiple games a week you've got to set aside time and it does nothing for your hockey ultimate team I just want to call out one thing since he brought up LG, and I have to give a shout out to Don't Be Sod. He had the single greatest tweet of all time uh, this past week. Maybe he it was like LG summed up in one sentence: a forty-year-old man yelling at me to get online before the game starts to practice. And Sod, thank you for that tweet. Made me laugh. So keep going, sleeves. Dude, I know, dude. If I wanted, to, if I wanted to get yelled at by a forty-year-old man to tell yeah. me to practice, yeah. Oh, LG man um but yeah like i just hope that you know so they can't add in a mode like that or spend significant resources making it 
because the return would just be like a fraction of the player base would use it right like it would just be dead leagues like a lot of them Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that a lot of people wouldn't take advantage of it. 100% they would. And again, Do you for think me, a lot of people great. play One's Eliminator? No, but a lot of people play World of Shell. Like, that's the most played yeah. mode. Which is, again, I'll, I'll say this for you talked about Hut Rush earlier. I don't know if you were in the program the first year of Rush. I, so I was in, I joined midsummer after you guys so we, had already we'd already known it. about it. This is so you, you were basically like, here's the, it. yeah. yeah. So it was put in the game to help kind of bring people over from World of Shell and Hockey Ultimate Team. And I think that it definitely feels like World of Shell. Um, and I understand the idea of thought process behind it. I remember the first getting my first hand on and seeing the slideshow and the presentation on it. I remember asking, can you play this with your buddies? And they were like, no. And I was like, what is the point yeah if you yeah. can't play if like you know what i mean like if you're like if it's you could bring your homies if you could bring your homies in to play rush i think that could low-key be kind of fun like you know it, i still think that rush should be <sighs> i like the outdoor rank and the three-on-three and the, the <laughs> arcade arcade stuff of it yeah. i just would love it if it was like a shootout mode like or first or score first yeah three whatever. on three in an international rink like just yeah. obnoxious stuff would be is it like put it in rush like so so all that stuff's cool right and i actually i don't mind rush i don't play it i don't mind it i think it's fun whenever i have played it um, i like to guarantee rewards immediately by yeah, the way yeah that's that, that's cool right but you yeah. know what's kind of dumb about all of it it's all based off of this arbitrary point system that just nobody cares about you know they were like, oh, do all these cool moves to score goals. It's like, no, put your uh, CPU on rookie, do all the objectives, and then just play grind online until like yeah, you hit the... Yeah, it's, it, yeah. It doesn't hit. And the problem is, is that there's no innovation. Like, you won't see an adjustment to it. Like, we, no, we won't this see... this mode's going to be removed in two years. You think so? I, I and Because they're not going to put more time or effort into it, I believe. At least I'm estimating or guessing. Um, I think I think Rush will be out of hut within two years. That's that's interesting. I, I wonder I wonder the, the reason why I don't think it will be is that they have a lot of stuff in Hockey Ultimate Team that is there just to say it's there. I'll give you a perfect example. Draft Champs was though too. Though, hut, you hut know? Cha- or I mean Hut Challenges. They those have literally been the same for five years. And they have not. Why did you bring that the, up? Now I'm getting angry again because I remembered the, how they much are I hate the, challenges. It is in the game to say it's in the game. The rewards are not nearly worth the time. If you were to grind them all, you would end up with like 250,000 coins. That would take you about 45 hours. <laughs> yeah. So it is not nearly. And that just comes back to the issue with NHL is that there is a very, very big disconnect in the amount of time input and the results that you get from it. And the rewards you get from it, they did not add up. Time input does not equal rewards output. That has always been the missing equation in hockey ultimate team is that you know, the amount of time you put in just simply does not meet what comes out. Yeah. Almost all the time, unless you have a gigantic poll and that's all just random nonsense. Like you just, oh my God, I got a big poll. I haven't had a huge poll in forever. So I was talking on stream. Uh, I have never, uh, and I've been playing NHL since before a lot of people were born um i've been playing ultimate team since it was introduced i've never pulled a team of the year team of the season card ever i have not either and i spend dude okay so for anyone that hasn't didn't watch my community pack opening stream so every wednesday we do community packs or if there's a big event dude nippin biscuits shout out to nippin opened he saved up (laughs) 
He saved up <laughs> 20 ultimate packs. I think he had I think he had 17 ultimates and three ultimate choice packs. Didn't get one. And yeah. he didn't even get like a 90 plus. Like it was it is hilarious to me because it's nipping. But like I actually felt bad for the kid. Like cause it's just like this is that is the all that is the best pack that you can possibly get. He saved up 20 of them and you like, you know, and the interesting thing that got him in a reroll um, with during that team of the year release, uh, there weren't a lot of cards 90 and above that weren't the team of the year cards, right? So, like, whenever I think about it, um, there was one of the packs I bought, it was like a I want to say a 12% chance at like a 90 plus overall card. And my thinking was that there's really no cards out besides the team of the years that are 90 plus, there might have been like one prime time. So I'm thinking 12%, maybe 10% chance at a team of the year card. No, no, those those numbers don't mean a thing. No, it's uh, it's unfortunate in that sense. Like just yeah, I think Nivians had 50 of them. By the way, it was like it was like a bunch of ultimate. I don't know if it was 50 ultimates. Okay, it was 50 packs. But it was 50, not like premiums. Like it was like 50 like megas and 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 like jumbo elite or something. Didn't get one. Yeah, that's sad. I, it's just obnoxious like that's all like you know what i mean like that that is why that is the biggest issue the lack of guaranteed rewards and help but yeah there's uh, one thing i want to talk about before yeah. we get into uh questions and stuff right yeah. if you guys are listening or watching on your youtube channel sleeves if you guys have team of the year headman all right whatever you do activate shutdown activate one t and activate seeing eye those are the only three you need. Bro, we just spent like three weeks saying that stuff doesn't I just, work. I, like, I just played Hot Champs this weekend, okay? I am telling you right One T and Seeing now. Eye, explain. So, so one T and, t and Seeing Eye, right? So that's nine points. That's nine AP points. That's 20% of your points, okay? My my first reasoning behind this is that energy's broken, broken on defensemen. I don't know if you've seen this recently when you've been playing. My first D pair is out there for 40 minutes a game. 10 minutes into the first period, they're still green. They, it, It's insane. Like, if you control the puck in the offensive zone, their energy oh, doesn't drain. Oh, they don't skate. They I don't think skate, of that. right? They don't skate. I Hedman's out there 40 minutes a game. I have huh. been scoring so many D to Ds with the 1T plus the seeing eye activated. Where are you aiming it, dude? Because one time I'm I'm aiming not done a blocker. Year. I'm aiming yeah. low blocker, and I also Wait, have my uh, low blocker. He's left hand. He's I have him on the right side, left handed. Shoot oh, far side. So far side. Far side. Low far side. Okay, I was thinking yeah, low he was far on side. The, I, yeah. I play him on his correct side. Sorry. He's always sense. out on the ice. He never gets off. Hmm. You you have you always have that one timer option right there at the, at, at the point. And for some reason, uh, one timers to the blocker side from the point or to the glove side just don't go in. So it's completely pointless to take a one T with a right-handed defenseman from the point. Uh, I was looking at my stats. Shea Weber has four goals in 150 games. Oh yeah, like I haven't scored this year has been the lowest, and I haven't seen either. So it's not like I'm just not doing it. Yeah. Um, D to D's used to be like a big part of my game. Like I last year and even the last couple of years, um, they just haven't gone in cleanly this year. Like yeah, the tips so with, this year, like are um, like insane. Like if you take a shot and there's someone in the middle that's looking, like your centerman's looking at the point, it's almost always tipped on and in the net. Um, but I have not seen clean D to D one timers. Like I would say like one, maybe every 15 games. Yeah, they don't go in clean, right? But like as long as you have a little bit of traffic there, they've been going in a ton for me. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the the shutdown on Headman is definitely. That's why I told I we both did. We tell everyone to make Hedman um, because his reach 
and it's, it's shut down is that zone ability the gold ability is basically an auto lock like um, like to the puck like it's mm. it's insane and because he's so tall and he has such a long reach that it's just when i'm going up against a headman like trying to get into the zone i'm like oh like get just me away like you know yeah. what i mean like it's just it, it's so hard to get around him so yeah um, and that was one of the back. reasons why i regretted uh making adam fox is because he's never on the like i'm on the third pair the third pair just never touches you the have ice your third pair i guess i pair him with headman just because yeah, i like you were I saying think the they, speed and yeah. i actually think it might be smart to do a uh, this might be a little too in-depth strategy but like if you have like a fast like carlson or fox with the uh the shooter as the left-handed shot if you're shooting to the blocker side always keep a fast guy on the left side you're never going to take a one-timer from your point with a right-handed defenseman i have not seen that go and it's funny because yeah. gonchar is the one that i have scored him very yeah, rarely him and with and he's yeah, yeah he's left-handed so that they don't makes work sense. on the glove side no it's it's very weird yeah like point shots are just not uh not the same here but uh no good point uh let's uh let's do some questions so uh all right i have it pulled up so texas southpaw dear mr michigan in the face of hot so we've told we've been told that the msp artwork is done months in advance and i've heard msp event artwork is pre-loaded content Mm -hmm. how does that work with team of the year do they make artwork for like 20 guys um, seeing the Eichel, Jones, and Hamilton X-Factor team art update seems to show that they have some fluidity to their process. So why don't they do that for maybe one line for team of the season? Um, and since Queso said he likes off-topic questions, what's your favorite toothpaste? Love the podcast. All right, so, Colgate, I guess, would be my favorite toothpaste. I do not like cinnamon. So like the yeah, I and I we, don't like mint. I've mentioned this before too. So yeah, it's, I, I'm not I a big use, toothpaste guy. I use whatever my wife buys. We have Crest that's exactly something. what I do. Yeah. Uh, he he asked, have we tried charcoal? I have tried charcoal toothpaste. I did like it a lot. Actually, charcoal toothpaste, we had like this powdered charcoal toothpaste. was really, really good. I almost swore there. I don't know if we could swear on the podcast. Really good. <laughs> That's how excited I am about the charcoal toothpaste because that is so good. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I've tried it. Uh, you know more about the uh, the uh, team of the, or the artwork and like the, the process of that stuff. So yeah, so this out. year it definitely seems like they have – um someone or something like i i don't know if it's like someone on their team or something because yeah there's, there does seem to be cards that are getting updated um a little bit quicker but yeah for a lot of the events they're just like patched into the game so like when you see a patch and like nothing there's no patch notes or anything like you see a gameplay update more often than not is them putting it happens later in the year um they're putting card art into the game like so like when you the see next like a wave like maybe like the next yeah. three events or something a lot of them are planned out so um that's why like they can't they can't go super far or they can't like do it very quickly um team of the year is interesting i'm i would guess because that is a big marketed event like they send out all of those those like real life like the gold skates and the helmet all that like team of the year is a marketing event for them i would guess that they're like okay a couple weeks beforehand like here are the guys that we're gonna go with Mm -hmm. um and especially this year because the break happened and COVID happened so like there wasn't games leading up to it um so and it's only six so like it's probably why or they just again they had like five for each one and they're just like i don't know um but yeah again if anyone that doesn't know like i said so at the beginning of the launch of the game in august or september they'll they'll load in like the first like five or six events they're already kind of predetermined so yeah um all right next question uh carbonated ask what systems do you guys play on i main ps5 i do like hot wheels and stuff on my xbox 
yeah, uh, I only have a PS5 now. Um, I didn't buy the new Xbox. Don't know if I will. I used to play both consoles because uh, of tournaments and stuff, um, which I'm missing out on of the Tampa tournament now because I don't have an Xbox. But uh, probably just sticking with PS5. Did you see any of that, by the way? No. Tell, did anything exciting happen? I haven't. I haven't followed it. Uh, Bro, I saw somebody. HK got to the end against Own the Blue. Uh huh. And HK won like one two zero in a best of like he he knocked out Gren like it, it HK is it's hilarious to watch. It I is. did see Josh tweet Mister eight or seven goals on eight shots one or something. I didn't watch all of Josh's run. Um, it was long. For anyone that doesn't know, like so, the Tampa Bay Lightning are hosting uh, the first one v one esports event. I will be. Uh, the main host and, and play-by-play guy of it in Orlando. So I'll be flying out there with uh, for the land that next month, um, as long as, knock on wood, everything is okay with COVID. Um, huh. And, uh, yeah, so I think the winner gets $6,000, but there's an NA bracket and an EU bracket. So there's one more NA bracket if you want to get involved and try your shot at it, which I think everyone should just see. You never know how you stack up against the game's best. Uh, on League Gaming, there's actually, that's where you sign up, and that I believe is next weekend. Um, but yeah, so HK qualified, and uh, we'll, we'll see how, how he does and if he can make the land. But um, yeah, so Josh got, I think, knocked into the loser's bracket by HK, and then um, he ended up losing to Canadians, I believe, or Polgs. I, I can't oh, remember. I honestly didn't see that. You know, it's, it's funny the same, about all this. I, I love that HK won today or what yet, yeah, whatever it was. It's, I, I, yeah. it's, it's great because like he's like uh, he's like the Ben Roethlisberger of esports. He just shows up. He has I know he, I don't even know if he drinks, but he's like, how's this guy stand a chance? He dominates. It doesn't matter. He gets the job done. I always it love is, HK. Yeah, he, he's very polarizing in that he either gets absolutely smashed or like it's a lot like John Wayne, like yeah. what he did for the last like five years. John would there'd be times where he would just i mean he knocked out eki in 2019 like i remember being there in person at the gwc like watching him like it was just anyways i love nhl esports 1v1 esports and 6v6 but 1v1 is always going to be my favorite thing to watch when the games uh when you see the best versus the best it's always especially when it's for a lot of money it's always fun yeah it is uh rumple asks pizza pockets or pizza pops i don't even what is a pizza pop all right so he he's canadian so a pop is um i want to say it's like if you took a piece of bread it's like breading or dough it's dough um and it's basically it looks like um it's like a rectangle i guess would be the way it, and it's got like cheese inside and, and sauce it's like a pizza um almost like a calzone but like a small one that you microwave okay. and a pizza pop or a pizza pocket which is i always confuse me because i feel like a pop would be this is like the circular like puck like one Okay. But I feel like you guys have. Americans definitely have pizza pockets. Yeah, uh, I don't know this I'm one. A I'm a pocket guy, by the way. The pop sounds better. Yeah, yeah. The pop sounds also like a better hot pocket. Yeah. Okay. You're, yeah. you're, you're a pocket guy? Yeah. I like the little puck one, the little circular one. Looks like a UFO. Oh, interesting. I got to try. Mm. Uh, I guess Pepperoni I have to go to one, Canada. It slaps. Yeah, it slaps. Yeah. Um... So let's see. Leo Remus asked, do you guys think there should be more cards or MSPs available? One of the things I loved about MLB was the pure amount of different options available. Even if all the cards feel the same, I'd love to have more options to choose from. Yes. Uh, I think that's I think that's something I'm noticing this year, right? Because like events are coming out and there might be one to two cards max that I actually want. I wouldn't mind seeing a lot more MSPs because it's not like you can have all of them on your team, right? 
So it's not like everybody will have the same choices. Now, with how it is, there's usually like one to two meta cards that come out, and those are the cards you see whenever you play Rivals or Hot Champs. If there were a lot more MSPs, I think you'd see more team variety. What do you think, Sleeves? I'm trying to think. So, like, in comparison to MLB, I I, I think there's more than NHL. So hmm. what happens in, in MLB is that they release Team Affinity, where every team gets a master set player, essentially. And, and they usually last for about six weeks to two months, and then they do a second one. And so, like, each time there's 30 guys being released, like top-end guys. But really only, like five to seven of them are like guys you would put on a very good team um whereas like there's eight every week for nhl every two weeks so like eight 16 so a month there's 32 every month there's like 32 cards that are like top tier at the time because like all these cards are the among the best in their position like even this event like chikrin carlson we listed it off and they would still make the third maybe not carlson Um, but they would still they're among the best in their position what i would love it is if they just stopped with like the there's just no innovate again we're gonna complain about hub but there's no innovation (laughs) in hockey ultimate team like i'm so sick of the format of primetime and team of the week it means nothing those cards mean nothing the only reason that we get excited for them is hey does my x factor get an upgrade or now team of the year it's just like lame like I liked it when I think Nick was trying this last year when it was like after the NHL moments event, it was like one a day and it was like a special NHL moments card highlighting a random event from a random day. Like mm-hmm. I think that was cool um, because that's what MLB does. Like every Friday they release like a headliner and it's like a special card that you could get in a pack and you have a guarantee or a higher chance to pull it in that. But even that card isn't like super powered. Um, but some of them are cool and they're rarer. But, you know, like, I I don't know. Like, I just, I hate the, I hate going to my collection and seeing seven different Nikita Kucherovs or something. Like, that's just lame. I hate it. I, no, change <laughs> so it. So I'm guessing dude. it's lame, Sleeves. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to get in anymore in this because uh, I'm trying to stay positive now. Um, Maze has a question. He has a Oh, sorry. Campone has a question first. Uh, two tough questions. You have said in the past that weight affects balance and puck control, even though there is a balance and puck control stat. Is it a way? Is it a two-way street? Does weight affect speed or acceleration? Example, Yager, 230 pounds, one of the heaviest players in the game. Do you definitely know what the aggression stat for a skater does? Uh, so when it comes to... It shouldn't like it should in if we're being like every in reality it should physics but based I, speaking like scientific yes right? like scientifically it should i'm pretty sure in the game it does not yeah like that's why bigger players are always better like in comparison like that why smaller players in the nh in the, in the video game just don't hold up um in terms of like the balance stat and puck control stat that's with the puck on their stick um whereas um weight and height will impact you know when you get bumped that is what impacts that height and weight impacts that so the bigger the taller and heavier less about the weight more about the height it appears or at least it's been i agree said. Yeah. um you don't get that stumble animation like you know um, well it's kind of unfair then like i never really thought about it this way that like you know 99 speed rantanen would be the same speed as 99 speed mcdavid right that's the problem with hut right but <laughs> that's always but, gonna be but 99 balance mcdavid isn't the same as 99 balance rantanen mm-hmm. that yeah doesn't <laughs> it's, make it's s- the problem it's the problem with that but that isn't like 
this is probably the most difficult thing about an NHL video game that like I don't like it's not just on EA like I don't know how you would fix that because there is no sport that it's more difficult to make in terms of motion capture than yeah and hockey because not only is your body going four different directions like is your arms legs shoulders hips like they're all rotating different ways but then you're also you have a, a stick like an object controlling a puck it's not like the nfl where like the ball is in your arms and like it's just your body and you're much slower you're not glide you know what i mean you're just running same with soccer like it's it's simply just much more difficult to to make as a motion capture which is why you know i don't envy their job because it's very difficult to make a game that's Mm -hmm. realistic in that sense yeah the aggression stat um i think it's the type of hit that they'll deliver i might be wrong but like higher chance of getting a boarding uh, penalty called against you. I'm not sure if elbowing penalties are still in the online uh, like competitive modes like rivals and hot champs, um, but higher aggression stat, I believe, led to more elbowing penalties in the past. Is there anything else, or am I wrong, Sleeves? Hang on. I think that um, aggression... I did a video at the beginning of the year where I went over... Every... I went and talked to like Ben about every single... Um, attribute and got like him to tell me what it was i don't know why i didn't like i have them all here i'm seeing here i don't have aggression um but i know discipline affects the likelihood of being called for a uh stick infraction by controlling the um tension on your stick when it impacts how a player is with their elbow and also impacts um carelessness with the elbow on hits and stuff so okay. if you have a very low discipline stat, it does impact the game, which yeah. is kind of crazy, which you might not know. But if you have a player that's getting like charging penalties and things like that, go and look at their discipline stat. Uh, aggression. I don't know why I don't have it written down here because I, I, I went through every single one. I'm not sure as to why I don't have that. But okay. discipline is the one you're thinking of in terms of aggression. I think aggression's yeah. offline completely. I think it's uh, an offline. OK. Yeah, it'd be nice if there was a uh, thing in inside of the game itself that explained everything about an attribute. There is in World of Chill. Oh, okay. All right. So I was about to complain, but it looks like uh, that's in the oh, game. It's just, it's just in the mode that they care about. No, yeah. Know. Oh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, Maze <laughs> has a couple questions. Um, yeah. When you're diving to intercept a pass or block a shot and I skate over that guy, it should be a tripping call 100 out of 100 times. Um, I've had some discussions with Ben about this, but would like your guys' opinion. Because if you're diving too early, it should be some kind of punishment if I can skate over him and he takes my legs out. Um, so I actually, I'm, I'm going to answer this question first before I move on to the next part of the question. So I, I think if you dive early and you establish like this is where I am, you're establishing position, right? And you skate over that guy. I don't think it should be a tripping call. I don't I think, think it isn't a real thing. It's not. It's not right. Like you have enough time to react to the dive um to where you can go around him you can do a saucer pass if necessary you can take the shot um i i think th- and that's also like on a development standpoint that has to be really hard to program right um, um the thing of it in the real nhl is if someone died brent Bur- I, the reason i can talk about is brent burns dives on every two-on-one um if you dive uh as long as you hit the puck first so in a lot of instances, if someone dives and you're skating towards the net, like say you cut into the middle, almost always your puck is gonna the puck is gonna be out in front of you. So in, in a lot of instances, you're, the puck is gonna hit that player first, and then you're gonna get tripped, which is probably why you're not getting a penalty. 
because in most cases when you run over someone close enough it is a penalty yeah in a lot of cases in the game mm-hmm. uh he asks uh his hill to die on right like uh like cheese dies on the chicago deep dish pizza he was refer. i forget who asked that question or who made, made that comment uh, a couple weeks ago does ea have any competitive integrity at all when it comes to pokes does ea really care anymore about how broken the pokes are um what are some other gc and your own opinions on them and has your opinion changed now it's so unrealistic so my opinion actually has changed a little bit now i do think they're a little bit overpowered but good like right shut st- down is overpowered yeah but good right stick uh movement with your player counters the pokes um i went over yes. this in a uh, and i you probably did too in a video i posted on youtube um how did, I forget what the title of my YouTube video was. It was on breakouts and like the neutral zone and stuff, but I do have a few minutes on there. Right stick movement entering the zone because that's most of the time where the poke check breakups come. Mm-hmm. Um, once they poke, it's auto-locked on to where the puck is, right? So if you move your right stick, they're not going to be able to get a successful poke unless they have shutdown or that other X factor uh, stick them up, right? So I don't – yeah, they might be a little too overpowered and they probably shouldn't be auto-aimed um, if they weren't. There's probably a lot of eleven to seven games or something like that, right? If it checking. would be bad. You it would, would be bad. Yeah, I mean, I would adjust, but you know, it'd be bad for a lot of people. I think that this year has definitely made the defensive skill stick almost the least impactful it's ever been. So, like before the defensive skill stick, when you could manually move your stick in whatever way, um, you know, it, like the wiggle stick and all of that, like you know, like in the prior games, because it auto locks so hard and shutdowns a thing, you just tap R one, don't yeah. aim, like don't aim it because it tracks it itself. Um, uh, yeah, so Castle talked about it a lot. Moving your right stick with the puck is how you counter that, or just backskate into the zone. If you mm-hmm. spent, I did a, just did a video on this um, in terms of like using the L2 and half spins. I just played somebody that lived on R1. It is the easiest way to get tripping calls because if you are doing a half spin and they hit R1, obviously your back is to them. You're, it's al- almost always a tripping call. Yeah, so. and I bet they're not going to keep tapping R1, right? So you have some easy zone entries after that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, his final off-topic question, Maze had one. If you could travel anywhere on the earth or space, where would you go and why? um space would freak me out i don't wouldn't want to go to space yeah probably lonely right i don't want to go with like bezos or like elon musk i feel like they yeah, want to be a good would, company yeah. your company um, would be weird so we went my wife and i well where we got engaged we went to paris that was amazing um we spent like eight days or seven days in paris like best vacation i've ever been on so i think because we've done that already we really want to go to ireland i think it'd be fun to like rent a car hit up a lot of like bed and breakfast and like drive like you know wherever um so i think that's like my ideal one right now i would uh my my family like my grandmother and my dad were both born in a place called uh edinburgh scotland and uh i'm just like it's so gloomy like you know you're you're just very good as i'm not like like i love sun like i could never live in seattle mm-hmm. that i would also love to see like abu dhabi once like yeah that'd be it'd be interesting, i just can't right? imagine a city that's like literally just billions like like you know what i mean like you just there is no slum like it is just like well the slums are close right or do they do a good job of keeping like because it's like it's i, I honestly don't city. know like, it's an evil city sleeves yeah, right? it's awful it's like literally just yeah it's like you know it's literally just like so archaic in the sense that like you know yeah. the people that are rich there are just will you know always push down the like less rich but like yeah i don't know it's uh i think that'd be just be a cool place to be that, that's Fiji a good pick. Too. yeah i yeah. feel like uh i feel like abu dhabi is like a very blade runner-esque place yes yeah 
Yeah, uh, let's go there. Let's record an episode of Coffee and Chill in Abu Dhabi. Um, we need some more downloads, brother. <laughs> only another million downloads. Yeah. That's it. Um, Sam Baum asks, "Hey guys, love the podcast. Thank you, Sam. What are your thoughts on EA messing up the console migration for players as they've not gotten their diamond packs or power up collectibles?" Sam, it looks like that issue's been resolved. Uh, I think I was streaming Friday or Saturday, and people were like, "Oh, I just got my, yeah. you know, pack." So. Uh, if it's not I, contact EA help but that was a known issue it looks like it's fixed now yeah uh, i really like this next question jacob pranks it seems that like no one is creating hot champs cards yeah because it sucks uh i added that i know most people say the smart plays you use champs collectibles to make power up collectibles and the gamblers of our community use their champs collectibles on ultimate choice packs however i've been hoarding my champs collects to build a high-end champs card at some point in the future the cost to make a high-end champs card is going to be very expensive. For example, it's currently 24 collectibles to make a 93 overall <laughs> champs it? cards. Oh, my God. Which equals a 600,000 coin value, assuming a power-up collectible price of 25K. That <sighs> said, do you think high-end champs cards are going to become unicorns in the game due to the fact that it seems like everyone is using up all of their champs collectibles every week? What can EA do to make champs cards more desirable? Jacob, uh, also, I want to say, Jacob... You speak in such an analytical and intelligent way the way you wrote your question. Uh, thank you very much. Not that other people don't, but like, you know, he's, you know, assume, like, I, don't, I love the way you type, Jacob. Um, yeah, it's weird because like the, the last few years or ever since Hot Champs was introduced, those cards have only gone to the top 20 players, right? Yep. Um, and now they've assigned this coin value, which nobody's using because people are using them on power-up collectibles. I I don't know how to solve it. I think it's I think what Jacob's doing is could be a really good choice in the sense that once like 95 or 96 overall champs cards are out, um saving up those collectibles if it's like a similar cost to get them to the max overall, there could be some crazy good cards that nobody will have. Right? I think a GWC hopefuls. I've said this like since like November is that they should just be saving that because you could essentially get like a 96 overall player for gwc for free yeah um that it i'm assuming with the sense that you know they probably like if you are if you are someone that is getting top 100 every single week um you are probably playing all of your rivals games and you're probably getting enough to make all of your collectibles that you need to upgrade x factor cards um but yeah dude, like the majority of people i what i think should probably happen is that you should spend have to spend hut champs collectibles to make a card like an 86 and then you could upgrade it with coins or power up collectibles. Power up collectibles, yeah. Uh, I think you can use coins on the Hot Champs cards. I might. You be might wrong, be able to, yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's so to. weird because I haven't even looked at those cards. I don't ever. I never look. I did it, at the beginning of the year because it was like they had an advantage, like because there yeah. was no very good. Like I remember, I made Jonathan Dolan, mm-hmm. and but then he just gets replaced, like because they don't. They're very even in line with like everything else. Yeah, and if and if we were talking about how weird the MSP choices have been, uh, the Hot Champs cards, I, I don't Dude, know, they're even weird. Like, yeah, it's, they're way out there. It's like it's like the weird part of the internet. Like, uh, yeah, it's just yeah, no idea what's yeah. going on. Um, Alice is Bay. I think that yeah, I think that's it. New to the podcast, love it so far. Do you guys do team reviews at all, or have any plans for that in the future? Like dissecting people's rosters and maybe give their coin balance collection to help give any recommendations. Would be cool to see 
it would be cool to see how you guys go about building your team up and all that. I'll answer this first before he sleeps. I personally don't like, so like I have my own Discord server where if people reach out, I'll answer questions or whatever. In general, especially whenever I'm streaming, I don't like to do it because I think there is an ideal way to build a team, an ultimate team, and I always am open to talking about that, right? I think if you're not building um, or if your goal is a competitive way, there's one way to build a team. Uh, if you're not playing that way, and I don't suggest that unless you're like the top 5 to 10% of that community, you should only use the cards and players you like, and you shouldn't worry about you know, making the ideal team. You should play it for enjoyment. So nailed I tend it. to stay away from those. Yep, nailed it. Anything you want to add there? Uh, no, dude, I, I agree. I think that uh, I used to do this thing called Team Build Tuesday where like every night I host a stream where I would literally just for my subs just do it. I don't do it anymore because I don't enjoy... It's almost like I make so many videos going over the best card, like every card that comes out. Mm -hmm. If you're watching those, you should get a sense of like... the. T you, you said it exactly. There's a type of card competitively that you would want that you should, you know... Yeah, and I, I feel I, like if you watch our content, you know you know what to yeah, do. Yeah, right? you would feel yeah, exactly kind of thing. I'm just not a big fan of it. Like in my stream, I like I made like a 30 minute cooldown on it. Cause like if I if I didn't, everyone just wants their team reviewed and who they should go after and be told who they should get next. And I get that. You want that you don't want to spend and waste your coins on a card that isn't good. Um my Discord, for example, Kessel has one as well. I've got like I think there's like 2,500 guys in there. And, you know, if I'm not going to answer or if I don't have time to like get to everybody, like, they, you know, you'll get someone that like talks hot all day long mm -hmm. in there. So, yeah. Yeah. So I think that was the last question right, on man. Reddit. Yes, it was. Longer one, dude. Longer episode today, guys. Well, yeah. Uh, always fun, my man. And, uh, dude, we're on episode 15. Here we are, man. You know, it's almost GWC season. I'm excited to do. I'm excited for GWC because we can start talking. Like today, we got to talk events about Tampa and whatnot. But it's gonna start heating up, man. I'm excited for that. It's a whole other world whenever that starts up. You know, I leading can't into wait. it, people are gonna start creating the little Discord servers. Oh uh, yeah, screens. the bios, There's, the Twitter oh, bios, the Twitter bios. There's gonna be some sort of drama where somebody Always. gets banned. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, here, before we do this, sleeves. Yeah. Assign a line. All right, gambling yeah. line. Yeah. Uh, what are the chances, okay, Flock is playing in GWC? What would you okay. give that line? I would say that Flock he is playing, playing G or that, that he is he... playing. I say plus 250 that he's allowed to play. Allowed to play? Allowed to play. I think that, um, I think he's a nice guy. I think that if he no, makes it too. far enough him. for them to pay attention, he will not be allowed to play yeah yeah it happens yeah. every year and he's a great guy he is yeah he's a nice kid <laughs> all right that was a terrible way to end the episode i apologize <laughs> to listeners guys. yo it's been real <laughs> yeah. have a good one guys see you When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.